On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, we're going to speak with Christina Del Villar, and she is from Silicon Valley, and she was a marketing executive there, consultant, and now author who geeks out on helping companies transform, grow, and scale, leveraging technology with 25 years of experience at Fortune 100 companies and more than 15 startups. Christina has developed go-to marketing strategies and marketing product launches and new product launches, acquisitions, IPOs, and for particularly high growth companies where she leverages her experience and industry perspective to take them to the next level. Christina's GRIT marketing method focuses on helping marketing professionals to build smarter programs, be more efficient, and exponentially grow revenue to improve overall company performance. Her book, Sway, Implement the Grit Marketing Method to Gain Influence and Drive Corporate Strategy is out now, and she has agreed to give us a couple of autographed books, and we will pick two winners to send an autographed copy of her Sway book. Reach out to me, Ray at Peppershock.com, R-E-G-A at Peppershock.com, and I will pick two winners to get her autographed copy of her book, Sway. So once again, email me at ray at peppershock.com, R-H-E-A at peppershock.com. And in the subject line, I want that book. I want that book. And then that way I can pick two winners and send you an autographed copy of her book. So remember that. And now I have a couple more messages for you and then we'll get right into the interview. Today's podcast is brought to you by Schedule Once, super powered customer scheduling. We use Schedule Once for my podcast booking, for my calendar booking. It is super awesome. Basically, you send out a message to people you want time and to book with, and you send them a message saying, use this link to pick a time that works best for you. And it automatically integrates with my Google calendar or any other calendar. It will integrate on your website. You can embed the code to be able to have that. Or if you're not a coder, that's okay. There's a link that you can use to make that work for you. And you can add booking pages to your website in minutes, let prospects and clients and podcast guests schedule meetings in seconds. Go to peppershock.com offers and get schedule once today. So peppershock.com slash offers schedule once is on there and you get the special offer from me. Okay, now it's time for the marketing essentials moment, the basics of marketing that you need to know in order to help you build your brand and your bottom line. So one of the things that we're talking about these days is Clubhouse, the new audio only app that is taking the social media world by storm. It is growing. It's now open for everybody, not just Android or not just iPhone users. Now anybody can utilize the Clubhouse app. And it is something that has brought a lot of new business and new opportunities globally for us and for you. It can happen. So if you are not familiar with Clubhouse, go to your app store, download Clubhouse, and just listen. Listen to the club rooms. Listen to the people speaking, the moderators, the speakers. Uh, you know, you can at, raise your hand to speak and come on stage. But remember, it's audio only. So you can wear your pandemic pajamas if you want to. <laughs> uh, and, and it's okay. And there's lots of different topics, a lot of different areas of focus that you can become a member of the club. And each of those clubs have their own areas of interest and topics that you can listen to. I run the Marketing Expedition Club every Wednesday, and uh, now it's 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time or 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And every week we have 
marketing wins and new ideas and inspirations and insights and ideas from all over the globe of people wanting to listen and join in on our club, the Marketing Expedition Club. And so when you go to Clubhouse, you can search for clubs and you can search for that particular club or you can search for my name, Ray Allen, and that's my handle on Clubhouse. And you can follow me and you can follow my club and then be a part of the Marketing Expedition Club. And then join in and give us contributions or questions, anything that you have to offer or give or ask about. We are talking about once a week in the Marketing Expedition Club. So without further ado, let's get into this interview with Christina. Welcome to Pepper Shock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Pepper Shock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition community. And of course, this podcast. And with me today, I have a special guest with us. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Christina, let's just start a little bit with your background, kind of what got you to where you are now. Just share with our audience who you are. Who I am. Wow. So I am a 30-year veteran of uh, marketing. I've been working in Silicon Valley for the past 30 years with both startups and large organizations, well-known organizations like Oracle and Wells Fargo. And for me, it started... I've always wanted to be in marketing and it was just one of those things where it just grew. I was just coincidentally in Silicon Valley. And so it just made sense for me to start working and focusing on sort of startups and, and entrepreneurship. So that's what I've been doing. And for me, there's sort of the component, there's so much, obviously there's so much that goes into marketing, um, but what really resonated with me was that go-to-market strategy. So that is really what my focus has been for the past 30 years is trying to define what that go-to-market strategy is, how marketing fits into it, what the corporate structure and goals are and how marketing can help guide the entire organization to to uh, really see those those goals come through, so. And you have a specific methodology that you've created. Let's share a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's funny, my my teams, they, they've always told me that, you know, you have this process that you guide us through, and I never really thought about what it was. It sort of was innate or intuitive to me, um, and, you know, I've taught it both to my teams and other organizations that, you know, we work, we work side by side within in the companies that I've worked with, and it was just one of those things where I wanted to write a book to help people understand how to function better as a marketing team, organization, individual. And so when I sat down to write the book, I had to try to figure out like, what, what is that process? What is that methodology? And kind of came up with what this framework looks like. So I call it the grit marketing method because uh, I think marketing, marketing people, marketers have a lot of grit and they have to, to just sort of on a day-to-day -day basis, but long-term as well. And basically the grit marketing method stands for a couple of different things. The G stands for go-to-market, go-to-market strategy, which talked a little bit about uh, before. The R stands for repeatable, predictable, and measurable. And that really focuses on 
um, the content management strategy that folks really need to, I think, spend a little more time on. Uh, the I stands for intention, so doing everything with intention. Marketers are great at saying yes to everything. Like, we just want to help, right? We're just like, we'll do, and sure, we'll do that, we'll do that. Uh, it really, I think marketers need to be mindful about their time and, again, sort of focus on that strategy. So having intention with everything they do is critical. And then the T is the tools and technology that we use to define, implement, and measure everything that we're doing. Um, and so that's really sort of the, the overall, like what the grit marketing method is. But the book and the methodology in general, what they're really focused on is helping people internally, again, it doesn't matter if it's marketing or not, but, but it's focused on marketing professionals, just gain trust so that they can have more influence in everything that they're doing. It'll make their job so much easier. They'll be more effective. They, they work more uh, collaboratively and in alignment with the rest of the organizations if they're able to have that influence and trust. Um, and so that's really what it's about. It's like how to internally gain influence and trust in your own organization. So you mentioned that you worked at a few different corporate locations and just have had lots of different teams. What helped you develop this grit methodology along the way, do you think? It's a great question. I think for me, I've always felt that marketing has been undervalued uh, and, and it's, it's tough. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's sad. It kind of hurts sometimes. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like without marketing in your company, you, you really can't survive. Like we are sort of that thread that pulls everything together, whether it your website, your message, your brand, you know, trying to define your products, working with your customers. Um, I work a lot with B2B, so we are always looking at multiple multi-year contracts, you know, long-term relationships and partnerships with our customers. And even then, like if we're not marketing to our current customers and trying to help them engage um, or adopt or expand that that um, that contract that they currently have, we're, we're losing out on a significant um, revenue opportunity. And so for me, it was really all about how, how can we as marketers have more visibility to show the actual impact that we, we're already having, we're already having the impact, um, but people just don't, they don't see it. And I think that's, again, where, where that whole trust and influence comes in. If people aren't seeing what it is that you're doing and, and find it valuable, then you're going to have, you're going to have problems, you know, getting more resources, uh, getting help from other folks. Um, and again, so that was really sort of the impetus was to make sure that marketing professionals could really show their true value and impact, which is so critical. I mean, we're so, we're such an integral part of the go-to-market strategy and the company as a whole. And yet I feel like we, we don't have that visibility. And so I kind of bring it back to marketers need to do a better job marketing themselves. And so that's kind of the, the construct of the book. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. And you're yeah. so right about that. Sometimes when, yeah. you know, they're working through budgets, marketing is, is the first to go and it should the actually first to go. <laughs> it should be like, literally, I, I, I say that all the time and it's not sure I'm totally biased, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I mean, if you think about it, you, what happens to companies that uh, reduce their marketing teams and resources and budget is they start to lose momentum. And I think that one of the things that both sales and marketing have trouble with and struggle with showing that impact is we're in it for the we're in it for the long run, right? So you're not necessarily going to see a significant impact 
act immediately. It's funny, one of the, there's a story in the book and I, I, this is a t true story. I, we did a webinar for a company um, and, and we had 80,000 people attend the webinar, 80,000. Wow. Like, it was insane. It was, and like, I was just like, you know, walking on clouds, like for the yeah. next 20, 24 hours, right? But our sales cycle was nine to 12 months. So we had this event and the very next day, the CEO and the GM, they're like, that was amazing. Like, that was just, that was epic. I, I totally get what you're trying to do with the thought leader program. And this is great. And then they said, I kid you not, how much revenue did we bring in? And oh. I was like, you mean from the webinar I just did yesterday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to call that a big zero because that, right. that wasn't even 24 hours ago. And our sales cycle is nine months, nine to 12 oh. months. And so that's like, that's what we're up against. We as marketers get excited about these programs we put in place. And so we need to do a better job setting those expectations. Like, yes, we did a webinar. We had 80,000 people. It was totally epic. However, we won't see revenue for nine to 12 months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, the ROI on that's not going to be immediate. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not. And sure, we'll maybe we'll get some in three months and some in six months, but like really think about it in terms of our sales cycle. And so uh, this is something that marketers need to really help the rest of the company understand uh, that in, in a lot of, in the same with sales, again, in a lot of cases, you won't see that immediate return, um, but you need to show sort of that forecast and that projection. Oh yeah, no, I have a case in point. I, um, I speak all the time in front of people and especially when it's not a pandemic, but you know, sometimes on Zoom, right. <laughs> but it's so true. Somebody came to me three years after I spoke at some conference that I, you know, three years ago. Right. And so sometimes yeah. that return is not right away. It's not a you know? <laughs> you know, and it's funny because with that story, like it was about a week before what would have been a full year. I'd left the organization by then, um, but uh, basically a year later, both the uh, the GM called me up and the the VP of sales, and he was like, "Oh my God, you were you were right. Like you were right. spun on. Like you said we would we would get to this revenue by this date, and like literally we just hit it today. <laughs> uh, and it was so it was it was just awesome that they had remembered that I had, I had like giving them a right. little pushback, like, yeah. <laughs> give me a few months. <laughs> so. yeah, there's some good testimonial footage right there for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. Um, tell me some more success stories of things that you've done to help people or serve people along the way in your journey. Tell me about uh, some of these things that you've implemented that have resulted in yeah. uh, some good, positive ROI or, or good, positive branding efforts. And yeah. Sure. So I think for me, again, I'm, I'm very, very much focused on strategy. So normally I'll, I'll go into an organization when they have, they're, they're either, it's a pivot potentially or a shift in what they're doing, or, you know, they're trying to exponentially, you know, move their revenue. So for example, they might be thinking about an IPO or an acquisition. In some cases, they are looking at expanding into new markets. Um, and so, so there's a lot of examples with that, like at build.com, they had very much focused on a accountants um, and they wanted to move into SMBs. And so for so I came in at that point and really was just trying to define like what does this go-to-market strategy look like for, for SMBs? And again, very, very different target market, same product, but different target market. And and that that actually 
happens more often than not, where you're going into a company and the target market is not changing, you're adding a new target market. So you need to figure out not only what that target market is, but like what that messaging is, what the branding is, do you have to significantly change, you know, the messaging. Um, and I try to minimize that as much as possible. That goes to the RPM of my book. And that is this whole idea of repeating and recycling and repurposing and repositioning things that you already have, whether it's programs or content, there's no need to recreate everything. And I think that this is another um, sort of misnomer with marketing, like the more content you have, the better. Uh, and I, I say quality over, you know, uh, over quantity for right. sure. The better the content. The, the better, better, right? More, yeah. <laughs> right. The, you, yeah. And again, so like take this pillar piece that you've created that you, you, you've worked hard on. It has your messaging. It has your branding. It, it, you know, really talks to your target audience and take that and morph that into different pieces, like turn it into an ebook, turn it into an infographic, turn it into a webinar, turn it into multiple blog posts, right? Because then you have that consistency throughout your content. Um, and the same is true with programs. Like if, or if you have like a webinar that you did that worked really well, can you do it for a different audience, even just by tweaking a little bit um, or having somebody else, you know, be the person who's, who's hosting. So less is better. And again, it provides you some opportunity to have some consistency. So that's generally what I'll do when I go into an organization is do an audit of uh, the content and the programs they have to see like what's working, what isn't working, what can we, you know, again, either tweak just a little bit for a different audience. Um, in B2B, there it's a long sales cycle and you're working with multiple different people in, in that company and they're in different organizations. So you might be talking to IT or the CFO or the marketing, depending on you know what the product is. And so again, you don't need to create new content and programs for them, you just need to tweak that content a little bit so that they feel like you're speaking directly to them. And so those are some of the things that that just really helped me um, get into an organization quickly and start having an impact pretty quickly. And, and I think that that's, that's key for, for anybody, whether you're starting a new role, starting in a new industry, um, really just sort of looking at what you already have. Um, it was funny, I was on a, I, I recently moved to, to Reno, Nevada, and I went on a hike. And uh, there was a sign out there that said, I guess, kid you not, there's a, there's a picture of it, I think, on my Instagram. It says, know your ammo, because apparently you can like go out there and do target shooting or something. And I was like, you know, we, we often think about um, like, you know, what, what, what do we have that we can use? Right. And so to me, it was really important, like, know your ammo, like, what do you have in your back pocket? What do you already have? What can you use? And, and I think that those are just some strategies that will work, you know, regardless of whether you're starting in a new industry or you've been in the same company for years, like think about what you already have and how you can leverage that. Cause I think that will make you more successful, more efficient, more effective. Yeah, know your ammo and know your target. Know your target, right? I mean, we always talk about knowing your target, but we, we don't talk yeah. about knowing your ammo. Oh, I love that too. Now, and we, you know, it's it's nice to hear other marketing professionals use the tactic of doing an audit, taking a look at what's working, yeah. what's not working, what to stop, start, keep, and go in there and understand and then give recommendations based on that. I, I love right. that analogy. You, you wouldn't go to the doctor and expect them 
to give you the medication right away without right. analyzing and diagnosing and listening to you, you know, hearing you, what, what's going on? Right. What are your ailments? What, Checking what's, your you know? pulse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's see what's, yeah. 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 And then they'll prescribe the, you know, the, the, right. the cure or the, you know. And you might iterate on it, right? Like you might say, okay, here's this medication, see how it works for a couple of weeks. And then maybe we need to change it up a little bit. But yeah, maybe, you know. We'll, we'll get the results and then, <laughs> right. The side effects, see what's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, See, you know, yeah. very, very, very much. Like we're, we're doctors. We're marketing doctors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're gonna come. I like it for your your ailments. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Okay. So let's talk. Let's shift a little bit. Who is your ideal client? Like you, you know, talk about your business and now how things are evolving and, and how this book is going for you and, and just share a little bit about, you know, who's your ideal target, you know, know your ammo, know yeah, your target, I, right? I know, <laughs> I believe me, I know my, so it's funny writing, being a marketing person, writing a book, uh, one of the hardest things about book publishing is the marketing. And, uh, and so like, and, and I, you know, I was working sort of uh, tangentially Tangentially with some other authors at the same time and and they're struggling you know they I'm like I have my tribe I've got my you know people yeah. who I'm I've got my beta readers I've got and they were just like what what are you doing <laughs> I'm like well that's what I do right I do marketing I do go to market strategy so taking everything that I've learned and applying that to publishing a book right. um, really really helped but but to your point I sort of have a couple of different levels of what I would call like my own products or offering. So the book is the first level, like anybody can read the book, right? Whether you're a marketing professional, sales, anyone in that organization, anyone that, you know, kind of goes along that go-to-market and customer journey product teams. Um, it's a really, really helpful book for, for most folks. Um, and then I have, I'm offering an online course. So that's kind of the next level, right? So now you're like, okay, I've read the book. Now I want to build this, what I call a map of influence. Talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, and then from there, I have corporate workshops so I can go into corporations and say all right as a those are more like the first two are more individual the this workshop is more like let's let's take a look at your team your organization and it could be just like a marketing team or it could be a marketing and sales or it could be if you have a go-to-market um, team that would be talking to them and really again sort of building that 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 um, map of influence together building that strategy out together so that you can work together more collaboratively and align towards your corporate goals. And then finally, I do um, corporate audits of go-to-market strategy. It's really interesting. One of the things that I've, I, I call it go-to-market strategy, um, but most companies don't think about it that way. They have a goal and then they sort of have some siloed teams working not necessarily together in collaboration to meet that. They have OKRs, uh, you know, they've got KPIs, they have all of those things, but most companies, it doesn't matter the size, like even large companies just really don't have a go-to-market strategy. And, and it's like super simple to define. It's like your go-to-market strategy is the strategy you use to take your product to market or your solution to market. And it seems pretty simple and common sense. And again, marketers often focus on that, that strategy. Um, but the company itself um, hasn't really been focused on that. So part of what I want to do is, you know, work with companies and make sure and, and again, maybe they have sort of a defined plan. It's not, you know, maybe fully built out, but really just sort of look at what they what they're doing um, and get them again to work with all the teams and, and try to get them to collaborate a lot, a lot better. Um, and again, that that intention, like everybody's focused on the same goals. It's really important. I love it. 
Okay, um, what are some resources or tools or things that you listen to or read that have helped you in your journey? So I, you know, I mean, again, being in Silicon Valley, I've been super lucky to work with some absolutely amazing, amazing people. Um, one of the one of the first wasn't the first, but it was the second startup I worked at was was Elon Musk's first startup. So, um, you know, just been fortunate. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And like, you know, he wasn't he wasn't like. I mean, he was Elon, but he wasn't like Elon Musk at the time. Like, you know, I we figured he was going to go places for sure. <laughs> but at the time, you know, sometimes you would talk and say things and you'd be like, wow, that's that's wow. Yeah. You want to send a commercial spaceship um, into space? OK, sure. sure. Yeah, dude, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Um, so so even just sort of the people that I've been lucky enough to be surrounded by, um, you know, and again, working at some of these startups like Bill.com and, you know, working with Renee Lassert, um, you know, I worked with, with Larry Ellison. And so they're just sort of these people who have these amazing ideas. Um, and for me, I've always considered myself, you know, I'm not the big idea person. I'm that, I'm the strategy person. I'm going to take that big idea and take it to market. Um, and so some of the things that, that I like to think about and read are sort of more on the, on the strategy side and maybe even the analytical side of things. Um, <clears throat> but there's a ton of like amazing people in marketing right now. There's, um, uh, they're actually one of the really interesting books that, that I started reading recently was called CMO to CRO. And I think that this is really important because it's talking about, um, you know, marketing, marketing is like really, if you think about it, almost every every piece of revenue can be attributed to marketing somehow, right? Because whether they, you know, typed in your name or they went to your website or they listened to a podcast or, you know, they listened to a webinar or they read a piece of content, like almost everything that is, is touched, um, marketing had some, had some, had some piece in. And so I think that that, that's a, it's a really great book. Um, so chief marketing officer to CRO. So that would be a customer relationship officer. No, no, sorry. So that would be a chief revenue officer. Revenue. So okay. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. No, that's yeah, So CMO to CRO. So yeah. So marketing to revenues, like how, how can marketing, and again, we are already so much involved in, in the revenue. It's just, how can we own it or, you know, selfishly get credit for it. Right. <laughs> Um, cause I, I think that that, that's really important. Um, the other, the other piece is the, um, I, I was just on, so a little biased, but I was just on the, um, marketing book podcast. Um, it's a great, it's great because it really does look at, um, you know, Douglas, he, he takes, uh, he reads all, he reads all the books and then he brings on the ones that he thinks are going to be most helpful and critical for, for marketing. And they're always books that are applicable to every level. It's not, you know, you don't have to be a CMO to read this. Um, you don't have to be a CMO to read the CMO to, to CRO either. Right. Because they're really just talking about how, what that mindset shift is from thinking about the fact that you really are owning the revenue and, and how you can help with that. So, um, so anything that's around strategy is really my, my, my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's great. No, I'm glad I clarified. I was like, well, lots of people have, you know, CRM. No, it's a, CR, you know. <laughs> it's a great point. Sorry. Yeah, I no, yeah. I <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So what are some things that have made you motivated to want to do more? What, I mean, you said you're having kind of different levels of what you're going to do. Yeah. What are some things that kind of, what are your motivators? And it doesn't seem like money is your motivator. 
Oh gosh, you know what? It's not, um, which is, so it's kind of, it's a little freeing, right? My, my motivation really is, and again, there's, there's, you know, a lot of things going on in the world right now. So, so not to minimize it, but, um, you know, I'm like marketers suffer a lot. They, they put their heart and soul into everything that they do. And yet they hardly ever get credit, right? Like if revenue is great, sales did it. If any, if revenue is bad, it's marketing's fault, right? Um, marketing is often a scapegoat. And so what I really want to do is help marketing professionals, you know, have that seat at the table and and really be able to have that visibility um, and have a more fulfilling career and and really understand sort of what that career trajectory is. And again, I'm at a point in my my career where I can, um, you know, focus on that. And and that really is my motivator. And, And it's been great, like listening to people of all levels who've read the book, like people who are just starting out, like I just graduated from college and this is my first year. And while some of the stuff, I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> but I will get there and hopefully I will um, be able to leverage this this content as I grow. Um, and then there's somebody else who, he, he has been a CMO, a well-known CMO, and he's just shifting to a new job. And he was like, I'm totally gonna take your book and I'm gonna apply it to this new team at this new company, like from the start, like we're gonna, we're gonna do this great marketing method from the start um and so so it's just really fulfilling for me to to see people like leverage it and and hopefully have um you know a better a better career and at the end of the day what it should do is it really should increase revenue i mean you can like if you if you do this and do it right it could literally increase your revenue from like two to five to even ten times which is pretty significant and then, then again if you're the one who implemented it hopefully you'll you'll be seen as um you know a a valuable team member for the rest of the company as well. Yeah, no, that's great. What advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a career in marketing? Yeah, I would recommend not, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I would, I would say, you know, there's so many pieces to marketing, right? You can do programs, you can do advertising, you can do brand, you can do content. And so I think it's just really important for people to sort of find their passion within marketing, right? But also understand sort of contextually what everybody else is doing. And that even goes beyond marketing, like understand, um, you know, what sales is doing, understand what product is doing, understand the engineers, like what they're going through, um, right? Because we don't, I don't know how long it takes to code something. (laughs) Yeah. But if you're, if you're at least sort of building those relationships, you have a better sense and can, again, sort of drive, drive product and and solutions um, together, which I think is important. And, you know, I, I think that it's, it's, it's it's just a matter of really focusing on what is again sort of that intention right like this is your job this is what you're doing um you know do it do it well and and the, i think the other thing too is to just um you know reach out and and sort of build that that sort of fun team together because that's what you know you can't do it alone and you shouldn't do it siloed and so the more you can sort of interact and collaborate with with others uh, I think the more fulfilling it will be and the more successful it should be as well 
Yeah, and the more value you become because then you can uh, show that impact, like you're saying. Absolutely, so, right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's so hard and it doesn't have to be, I mean, some of the things we do in marketing, it's, um, you know, sort of like instinct or it's really funny because I've been doing this for 30 years. And so I can walk into a company and I can tell them exactly, like almost to the number, like within 1%, what I think the, the leads will be, what I think the conversion will be, what I think the revenue will be. Because I've been doing it for so long. Um, but that, not everybody can do that. And, and I get that. Um, but I think that's part of marketing and marketers problems is, um, you know, it's people call it, you know, the, your gut instinct, but, but part of it is just like the years of experience that we have, mm -hmm. have helped guide us to understand like what it is that we need to do and what the outcomes could be. Okay, along those same lines, what's one thing you wish you would have known when you began your career? Wow. Yeah, I've been, I've, again, I've been, I've been really, really fortunate. I think that the thing that I learned really early on, and it's in the book, um, was I, I inherited a go-to-market strategy um, and just kind of went into this role and just ran with it. And then I went to present it to the sales team. And this one guy literally didn't even look at me, took my data sheet and tossed it in the garbage. And I was like, oh, wow, that was oh. out. That was harsh, right? Yeah. Um, and I could have, I mean, there's so many different things you can do with that. You can go back to your office and cry. You can yeah. <laughs> take it back out and throw it in his face. There's so many things you can do, but right? right? <laughs> there's so many things I wanted to do. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. But what I did instead was I was like, wow, that was that was kind of an impactful message you just sent me. Like what, like, can we like, let's break this down. And, and what he said was, he's like, this is a really hard solution to sell. And you never once came to ask me like how I'm selling it or what then I'm like oh yeah you are you're right I did not so I was like okay well let's let's can you help me then and so we spent like the next couple of weeks together and you know tried to refine some things and and it was pretty it was pretty spot on like it was pretty good where it was but even just them not having had any any say was I, I get it right and so I think that again that kind of goes to we shouldn't be working in silos we should be working as a team you know with product to understand the features with sales to understand um, you know what it is that they're going through with customer success to understand like what expectations are we setting so that when it comes time to do the implementation, everybody's on the same page? You know, all of those things go to that overall go-to-market strategy. And I think that that's, that's really, that was really key was especially working with sales. I don't know why there's friction between marketing and sales. I don't, I don't think there should be. I mean, we sh we're, we're working as a team. Yeah. yeah, marketing is here to enable sales. And it's, it's, it's interesting that, um, that there's some friction sometimes, so. I like to call it marketing, sales and marketing. Marketing, I tell you, yeah, right? <laughs> you, you do. It's like we're, yeah. we're on the same team trying to, you know, and, and you know, I, I get it, you know, different personalities and, and different goals, but, um, you know, it, there's no reason why we can't work more collaboratively. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, one more question, maybe two. Um, what, okay. if you could step in my shoes right now, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Oh, that's great. Wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a great question. What would, I would have asked, gosh, I know. Can we come back to that one? Let me think about that you for bet, a second. You bet. You we'll, go, we'll go to, we'll go to the second well, one. We'll come uh, back okay, to that so the last one. question is, um, how do people get a hold of your book and reach out oh, to yeah. you or anything like awesome. that? Awesome. 
perfect. So uh, you can you can go to swaythebook.com. Uh, that'll take you to my webpage, and it'll also take you to links. Uh, you can purchase it. It's available anywhere, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, independent bookstores, pretty much everywhere. There's uh, the electronic version as well as the hardback. And we're coming out with an audio version, I think, in November, um, which has been a really interesting experience, um, trying to get somebody who has my personality and tone to read my book (laughs) so so that that will that will be fun um i think in terms of questions that you you didn't ask really would be yeah i don't know that's a really that's a really tough question (laughs) i I asked you all the questions (laughs) i know i'm like gosh i don't uh uh, how about okay how about the tattoo on your arm Let's oh talk yeah, about that. yeah. So so it's a sway tattoo. It's it's a it's a temporary it's a temporary tattoo. Needless to say, <laughs> very tattoo. Uh, For those listening who can't see it, it's a yes. Is it your book it's cover? A, it's my book cover. It says Sway. Um, yeah. I got a couple of them. Got a couple of them on me. It's funny. I, I never, uh, I'm not, I'm not really the tattoo type um, <laughs> person. And, uh, and so I wanted to see like, if I, if I'm going to do a tattoo, I should do it like, you know, with my book, right. Yeah. Um, sway or, or something to that effect. Um, but uh, yeah, so these are, so I send them with books. Uh, like if I do workshops, I'll, you know, bring some tattoos in. <laughs> Fun. It's fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> you just had a, a party, a launch party, not long ago. I had a so launch you, party. Yeah. I had a virtual launch party and an in-person launch party. We're trying to be, you know, cautious and, and careful with, um, you know, some of the some of the things that are happening um, with COVID mm-hmm. uh, resurgence and stuff. But um, but it was it was fun. It was just nice to get okay. together and I did some readings. I also have so I did. A, I did a music video to oh. launch my book. It's epic. It's totally awesome. I, I'll, I'll share that with you. Um, and it's, it's on the website too, but it, that was a really fun um, production to do as well. Something different than what you would normally do, right? I mean, right? People, trailer, are, people but... are like, wow, that's epic. How did you think about doing that? I'm like, I'm a marketing person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. Good. Well, I could talk about this forever and ever, uh, but me too. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Christina. I really appreciate thank the time so today. Much. And um, we'll do a little uh, preview here shortly, but uh, I guess, yeah, if there's uh, anything, we'll put them in the, the notes and we'll put the links there and um, Perfect. share that out. And I can't wait to get my hands uh, on a copy of your book. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you all of you who are listening now. If you haven't subscribed, please do or share this out with other people. Uh, We're gaining popularity. We're within the top 10% of most popular podcasts globally. Can you believe that? That is, I am not surprised. It's amazing. (laughs) But yeah, so sharing and reviews are always super helpful to podcasters as as we know. Uh, And so, yeah, until next time, everyone enjoy the journey and we'll see you again here next week. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. 
Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.